Hey, my name's Art Durand. I am starting a podcast to do a little something for Bernie, Bernie Sanders. I believed in the guy in 2016, heartbroken when the Cheeto head was dubbed president. Anyway, uh, I believed in him in 2016. I believe in him now uh, out of everyone who's out there that's running in, in the Democratic field and in, in the against Trump field. How about we put it that way? Because Bernie is a Democratic socialist, also an independent, really. He's the guy who has historically and consistently stood for the people. And we can say the people is the 90% or the 99%. Uh, he believes in what's right, what's, what's right, what feels right, that I think any of you listening to this right now would know when you listen to your own heart. It's not about greed, not about selfishness. It's about taking care of yourself, your family, your friends, your planet, everybody, you know, everybody. Everything, everybody, the whole web of life. And Bernie has fought for this. He's an old guy who has continuously learned new tricks. I'm going to put it that way. And Well, let me explain that a little bit. He doesn't rest on what he knows or what he thinks he knows. He's willing to learn. He's always willing to learn. Man, this is a gift. What he talks about is what he's been talking about for a very long time. Uh, most of us can relate to that. The entirety of the uh, Democratic National Committee is against him. They do not in any, in any way want him to become the candidate, the nominee. Yeah, he threatens old boy, good old girl network. He threatens uh, the status quo. He threatens the way things have been that have gotten the 90%, the 99% to the place that we all are now. I'm creating this for the man, for the Bernie. I'm going to share my heart. I'm going to share my thoughts. Sometimes I'm going to uh, be really clear. Other times maybe a little emotional, maybe a little pissed off, maybe a little angry, and really hopeful. This is a chance like we've never had before. This is a chance that we can create something together that we haven't seen before. Here, we got a guy who's willing to be the, the guy out front, basically. As he put it, it's not me, it's us. He means that. He means it's not me, it's us. When he takes office, it's not the end of anything. It's the beginning. It's the beginning of all of us stepping up our game even more. And yeah, we often don't have a lot of extra time because we're put our time and energy into caring for who's close to us, caring for bills, food over the head, food over the head, uh, roof over the head, food in the belly. There's not a lot of time to, to be spent on, on politics that have a history of not taking care of people. It seems like, what's the use? Well, this is one of those times where it can be very, very different. So this is me doing my part. I want to thank my sponsors. Life. <laughs> Life is my sponsor. 
uh, greatly appreciative of the life I have and to be here on the planet in this time. Really grateful. If you'd like to uh, help with this at all, slide a donation over to Bernie. That would be great. The original uh, motivation for this was my love of our planet. Uh, my love of, of nature, of light. I've been a photographer for many years. This world amazes me. It thrills me. It brings me to my knees in awe. It's such a beautiful place. I've not been one for politics. It's not. I've had that idea that, well, there's just there just isn't any use. They're going to do what they're going to do, and we're not going to change that. We don't really have that power. Well, when enough people get together, we can't have that power, and that's what's happening right now. What brought me to this in the beginning was the idea that there are kids that are coming into a shitstorm. This planet's changing drastically. What it used to be to what it is now just in my lifetime. When I was a kid, I could go down to the river and watch salmon jump out of the stream up in Boulder Creek. I could watch salmon and steelhead jumping. I recall very vividly sitting next to a little dam that was on the river north of Boulder Creek and counting salmon and steelhead jumping right in front of me. I could reach out and touch them. I counted 40 fish in 10 minutes. It was, it was amazing. And it was life. And it was just how I thought it was supposed to be. I could walk up little two-bar creek, walk along the creek with my fishing pole, catch 15, 16, 17-inch trout out of the stream, out of this little creek. I knew where to go. I thought they were beautiful. I'd take them home and I'd eat them. You know, and that's when I was a kid, that's what you thought you were supposed to do was go home, take them home and eat them. Now I think, uh, I kind of wish I would have just let them go. Because soon after, they started logging above the hill there, on top of the road, top of the creek, and the uh, fishing little fishing holes started to fill up with sediment. Yeah, the, the fish... Just even in that short time, in a few years, those fish weren't uh, showing up so much. But I'd, I'd walk down the street with a, a fish on a stick. I'd be walking down, and people would stop every once in a while because not many people were up there and say, did you get that out of there? Yeah, I sure did. I have a big smile on my kid face. Tubar Creek is what it was called. And I think I went back to Tubar Creek, you know, 15 years ago or something, and went to the different fishing holes I remembered, and they weren't any longer. You know, and like I said, even during the time of when I lived in that area, it was a short span of time before they, they started showing the signs of abuse. I think when I found a oil can in it once, I was, uh, I was just broke my heart. I've got a nephew, Hayden. I've got a niece, Delaney. I've got Dear, dear, dear kids that are, like I consider family, Kalia and Sequoia, and a whole lot of others. There's, you know, really in, in my better times, I can feel that there really isn't any child that's not my child. There's really no people that aren't my people. Everyone's either an aunt, an uncle, 
brother, sister, mother, father. They're all niece, nephew, cousin, everyone. We're all related. It's not just a, it's not, it's a, it's real. It's a real thing. We're all related. Kind of like looking out the window at all these trees. These are my relations. These are my relations. So one of the reasons I began doing this was it has to do with what the current generations and future generations have to deal with from our abuse and neglect. Now, much of all of this, we had no idea what we were doing. It was easy to believe that somebody knew and somebody could take care of or would take care of, and it could never get this bad. Al, you know, did his movie, and boy, that seemed horrible, but it seemed a long ways off, and that, of course, we'd do something different. Man, the alarm bells are ringing now. We don't have that much more time. We have to act, and one of those acts is political because we have to have someone in there We have to have somebody in the most powerful office on the planet who is going to take care of and think about and make decisions which not only include but put the environment towards the top of of the importance list. This is one of the reasons I'm sitting here. Another part is that this this is a democracy, they say. And it's supposed to be is supposed to be one person, one vote. Well, that's you know obviously not been true. Our uh, electoral college has put the kibosh on that from the beginning, and there's a lot of history you can look into about that. Really, what's happening now is that it's about money and the fact that the candidates have have had to be or chose to be, but believed to be beholden to whoever would give them the money so that they could go and exercise or put into motion their their good ideas. You know, the lesser of two evils or some shit like that. Here, Here's the thing. Bernie today, as I'm recording this, is he's in New Hampshire and the uh, primary is happening today, right now. So the Iowa caucus or caucuses uh, happened the way it historically has worked is whoever came out of that in the lead would have an opportunity to give a big speech and basically catch a big boost. There's a lot of stuff that happened during that made sure Bernie couldn't do that. Mayor Pete, you know, we don't know exactly what happened because we won't until all the digging is done. But the guy really took advantage of the of the situation he put himself up on the on the stage and said the Iowan people have spoken that he's he's the guy that he won and that was without you know I think it was with 42% of the votes what he does know is how to manipulate and he's really good at it and he's going to keep doing that and the whole reason is to break down the Bernie people to make us give up hope or to believe something other than what's actually happening and what's actually going on. What is actually happening and actually going on is that Bernie won the popular vote over 6,000 by over 6,000, but he didn't get to do his, the thing that would give him even more of a boost going into New Hampshire. The bottom line is people are scared. They're, They're scared of Bernie. They're scared of us. Gotta stay positive.
It's the wave that will keep crashing. We, we are the wave that keeps crashing against the walls that are crumbling of an old system that no longer, never really worked for the people. So it's uh, Tuesday morning, New Hampshire's happening, and I'm watching CNN, and they begin to talk about Bernie. And I'm thinking, wow, check it out. They're going to talk about Bernie. Ooh, maybe a sentence gets out of the guy's mouth, and suddenly the screen goes to three-quarters picture of Amy Klobuchar, and then a little one-quarter picture of the guy talking about Bernie, where he's at and how, how well he's doing and, and that type of thing. But the, the whole time, there's Amy on the screen. Unbelievable. So you get this little bitty picture of a guy talking about Bernie and then a huge picture of another candidate. Now, I thought, are they doing this on purpose? They gotta be doing this on purpose. When they were done talking about Bernie, they began to talk about Elizabeth and bam, Amy disappears off the screen and it's a full screen with the conversation going about Elizabeth Warren. This is how they're how they're doing it. Uh, and the, the they's are the people who do not want Bernie in office, who do not want us in office. The, I hope you get that because really they're saying, we don't want all of you in office. We want it to remain the same so we can keep doing the same things we've been doing and taking advantage of the system in the same ways. They got their cushy things, their cushy jobs, their their punditry spew that they do. They get paid well for it. In in the meantime, all the stuff that Bernie stands for is shuffled off to the side. And they talk about socialism. It's happening all the time. You don't notice it. That's how it's meant to be, so that we don't notice the manipulation that's happening. It's subtle. It's not so subtle. The more you see it, the less subtle it is. Admittedly, it's easy to get caught up in a conspiracy theory type of thing. But when you look at the facts, when you look at what's actually happening and and how it's playing out, you see, well, this is not happening with all the other candidates. This This isn't happening to the other candidates. Bernie's been being passed over. His poll numbers are cut short, glossed over, I'd say would be the word, glossed over when he's winning or when he's ahead or when he's surging, any of that, it's really uh, an easy thing to become disappointed to, well, shit, I, yesterday I was having a hard time after this Iowa thing. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. They, they, they really are. They're, they're actually doing this. They're, they're doing whatever it takes to make sure that the centrists, the chosen, stay in the place of the chosen and that anybody new or outside of that group gets pushed away and gets run over. Uh, and, and what you kind of understand is this is, this is all of us. This is, this isn't just Bernie getting run over. This isn't just Bernie being tossed aside. This isn't just Bernie being ignored or made to look bad because of the way they manipulate numbers. This is all of us. Okay, they're they're doing this to all of us. It's just the same as any of us who have a feeling about something or have a a knowing or a belief 
and then being told, huh, you know what, that's just, you're from crazy. That's bullshit. This is how we have to do it. This is how we're going to beat Trump. This is how we're going to make it happen. What a load of shit. <laughs> Hillary didn't beat Trump. She won by 3 million votes. It's a popular vote, but she's not sitting in the office. And that woman came out and said, I don't think, I don't know if I'd be behind Bernie, if I'd be behind Bernie if he was a candidate. Now, what does that say? What is, what is she trying to say? Is she telling her people that, hey, you know what? Mm, if Bernie's the guy, then you know, you're know you better off either not voting or voting for the other guy. The other guy is Cheeto Head. Can't have that. that, and, that and there's no unit. Oh, God, it kills me. Oh, yeah. Where was I? <laughs> I think I had something I was saying about uh, feeling a little down. Oh, yeah, about Iowa. And what's true is when you look at it, they would not be working this hard to put Bernie down and to bury him if they weren't feeling the pressure, if they weren't feeling the burn. And they are feeling it. And that's why they're scared and they're willing to do this stuff that's so out in the open that we can see it. It's mind-blowing. They can't cover it up. It's just a true thing. It's the way they're doing it. With that, that brings up hope for me. It's like, yeah, let's turn up the heat. Let's keep pushing. What can we do? It's not him. It's us. Make small donations at a time. A couple of bucks. A couple of bucks every, you know, whatever. Every couple of weeks. Every week. You know, two, three bucks. Whatever whatever you can do. Keep the numbers rolling for him so it shows the support. It lets him know. It lets the world know that he has the people behind him. Which brings me to this other, this other thing, this Bloomberg guy. Okay, I can't tell you anything that's not out there. I can get what I know is out there. But what I can say, does anything in your heart believe that it's the right thing for someone to be able to buy a nomination, to be able to buy the presidency? Anything? I mean, that's really what's, it's that way all the way around because it's, if it's not, you know, yeah, granted, it's his money. It's his own money that he's doing this with simply by buying ads, by buying airtime. Does anything feel right about that in a democracy? It's bad enough. It takes so much money for this shit to happen. All right. You know, the money that's being spent on this right now, there could be so much done with that money. Don't get me started on that. So anyway, Bloomberg was a Republican. Bloomberg, just five years ago, was all for taking black and brown people and throwing them up against the walls, frisking them, searching them in New York. He took a complete and total racial profiling. Bloomberg, who changed the the rules to get himself another term. Sound like anybody you know who might want to do the same kind of thing? The guy in the office right now, he'd love that. I mean, it's it's going to be tough enough to have him get out, you know, when he loses. And that's why it is so important that all of us, all of us do everything that we can, that we feel we can, that is ours to do to get Bernie in office. And so it needs to be a tidal wave. I, the vision I have in my mind is a, a little a tsunami 
that just keeps washing and nothing can stop it. A tsunami, a burninami. A burnami? Yeah, we'll go with that. Burnami. It's a burnami. And it just washes over all this old bullshit and scours it. And that there's no way that anything can escape it. There's no way somebody can say, huh? No, I'm, I'm sorry. There's uh, much too, it was much too close. There must be voter, uh, uh, voter fraud somewhere. We can't let it be that close. We can't let it be that close. It just has to be overwhelming. It's a Bernami. It needs to be a Bernami that blows that orange-haired hair off his head. And with him goes Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and that whole circus. So I'm going to wind it up here for the first one, for my first podcast. Let me know. And let me know how I'm doing. This is new. I got to tell you, I've been I've had this microphone in front of me for a couple of days now and I've sat down and attempted to say some things and I overwhelm myself with all the bullshit that's going on out there and I think what really needs to happen what needs to happen is we can't stop we can't stop keep the energy going through Nevada on and on Super Tuesday comes bam Bernie's the guy and then it starts for real don't listen to the noise. I'm telling myself that as much as anybody else. Don't listen to the noise. Don't listen to the crap. It's how they do it. It's the way they work it to keep people from believing they have a chance. To keep us from believing we have a chance. To keep us from believing that we're actually kicking ass and that things are going to change soon. Do you know how soon it is? Do you know how soon? It's it's right around the corner. You know that? It's right around the corner that things can be very, very different. When Bernie gets in office, it's not just him. It's all of us. It's all of us. It's the earth having a place in the office. Trees and plants and water and deer and birds and mountains and all of it is going into office. The power of life is going into office when Bernie goes in. And we are the movement of that life. We are in this game, this political game. This is what we've been born into, this version of it. And it doesn't have to stay the same. This is changing it right now. This is us changing it. Bernie coming in and doing this, this is, this is, this is his lifetime of work. All right? This guy's been doing the same thing from the beginning. It's not like he's singing a different song to say, hey, you know, what do you need to hear so you, you feel good about me and that you want to vote for me? It's not that. Not at all. This is his life. This is the way he has done it. From the beginning, talk about a voice in the wilderness. Talk about the one guy who would stand up and speak the truth and speak his heart. Oh, man, what a gift. And that he's, he's still here doing this. He's still here doing it. And this is, this is what he's here for. My gosh, let's help the guy out, huh? <laughs> let's help a brother out. Let's help the Bernie out. All right, so uh, I'm going to sign off. If you got anything you, any suggestions, put it in the comments below. I think there's going to be comments. I don't even know. I haven't even, I haven't posted this thing yet. I don't know where it's going to go, how it's going to go. I just know I had to do it. So this is me doing what's, what I can do. I love you. Let's make it different.
Let's make it different. Bernami, ahoy. <laughs>